Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, people of all ages, welcome to the Rumble in the Jungle, spanning from the flatlands to the hills of Billy's. Welcome to the Joker's Den. Ha <laughs> ha, what is up, everybody? Welcome, welcome to the Joker's Den Sports Card Podcast. I am joined here today with my little brother, Brett. Uh, we'll bring him on shortly. And today we also have a very special interview to kick off our very first podcast. And uh, it's going to be with uh, a guy that you probably all have heard of, especially if you're on Twitter. Um, if you're in the sports card hobby at all and you follow um, Ryan's cards on Twitter, then you know exactly who we're talking about. So basically um i started following ryan from the very start man he he had you know four or five hundred followers and and the guy just shot out of a cannon i think he's up over uh 5500 or, or something close to that now if i'm not mistaken and uh honestly it's it's flat out incredible but first let's talk a little bit about the new nba top shot this is the newest craze in the hobby. It began actually back July 2019. Nobody heard of it until this week. But uh, back July 2019, the NBA and the NBA Players Association teamed up with Dapper Labs and created this revolutionary new experience in which jaw-dropping plays and unforgettable highlights become a collectible that you can own forever. So... What we're basically looking at here is crypto sports cards. Is it the future of sports cards? I don't think so. I just don't see sports cards being eliminated from the market, per se. I could definitely see this running parallel with sports cards, though. There's too much history in sports cards for, for something like this to come in and just take the place. It's, it's definitely nice to have like a physical card physical property you know what i mean to display at your home etc but at the same time guys this this market is going crazy right now i mean we, we could take a look at some of the recent marketplace sales from top shot listen to this guys i, I read an article today on the uh, ca.mba.com and it, it said that there have been five sales thus far on Top Shots Marketplace that have eclipsed over $20,000 a piece. Let that sink in for a second. $20,000. Five different sales. One LeBron James highlight clip sold for over $70,000. Now, some of you guys might be listening right now thinking, what the heck is he talking about? What is NBA Top Shot? So let me kind of give you a background on what NBA Top Shot is. So basically what it is, the NBA cuts highlights from plays throughout, you know, different games throughout the week, throughout the days. Uh, you know, these plays are some plays that you may see on SportsCenter's Top 10. Um, so anyways, so the NBA cuts the highlights. They send them to Dapper Labs. Dapper Labs then establishes the quote-unquote print run from these highlights and serial numbers them and then places them randomly in their digital packs, just like regular sports trading cards. 
These digital packs are then sold on the NBA Top Shot Marketplace, and the packs start around $9 a piece, and they range from $9 to around $250 a piece. The pack prices vary depending on the quality of the highlight, the stardom of the player, and the exclusiveness of the clip. So if your clip's numbered out of 100, it is gonna be obviously more valuable than a clip numbered out of 5,000. After you purchase your clip, it goes into an encrypted digital highlight wallet that you can show off or sell then on the Topshot Marketplace. So I did a little research. I, I was checking out the Top Shop Marketplace. Uh, I found one clip, and it seems to be the highest priced clip. It's a John Morant dunking on Aaron Baines. And I'm sure you guys have all seen the clip. Very popular. Uh, John Morant won the Rookie of the Year last year, and uh, dunks like this are the reason why the dude is electric. So I'm very curious on uh, how everybody feels. You know, I've, I've seen a lot of stuff on Twitter. Some of the guys I follow, um, one in particular, the Card Father. I've been following him for a while. He's a pretty cool guy. Um, I saw that he bought a pack for $9. He, he kind of got started on this early. That's where I pretty much started seeing all the Top Shot stuff originally. But uh, he bought a pack for 9 bucks. He ends up hitting a LeBron James clip that he then sells. I want to say he sold it for $300. I mean, it was it was a nice little come up, man. I mean, you, you think about it, guys. Spent $9 on a pack, a digital highlight pack. You hit a clip of LeBron James. You turn around and sell for $300. What's not to love about that? Now, I've heard the argument. Trust me, I heard it. I understand it. Comprehend it. <laughs> I don't know what else I got to say. I get it. You can watch these clips on YouTube, sure. But from my understanding, they are going to start cutting down on the trademark infringement, on the copyright infringement. You're no longer going to be able to watch these clips. When this stuff starts blowing up, you're not going to be able to find these clips on YouTube like this anymore. This stuff is going to be exclusive. They get shot in different angles uh, that, than what you're going to see on YouTube, than what you see on TV. Top Shot is going to have their own cameras at these games with different views, alternative angles that you're not going to see. You're going to see dunks from angles that you've never seen before. There's going to be value to this stuff, guys. I I'm thinking it's time to invest. Oh, we got a phone call coming in. Very first phone call of the show. Lance, there he is. Hey, it's my boy Lance, a.k.a. the Top Shot Thought on Twitter. Just the guy we were speaking about earlier. He's the one I was telling you about the $9 pack and hit the huge LeBron James clip. Let's hear what he has to say. All right, what is up, guys? I am here with Top Shot Thought, a.k.a. Lance from Twitter. Lance is here. He's going to explain a little bit about uh, NBA Top Shot to us. I The only reason I started getting in on this myself is because I kept seeing him posting stuff on Twitter. So, Lance, welcome. How you doing, my man? Thank you for having me, my guy. I, uh, I'm very good this evening. Snowed in kind of at the moment. Where are you located? Uh, Lebanon, Pennsylvania. PA? Oh, okay. Oh, Lebanon? Yes, sir. Bro, yeah, you're yes, not sir. far from me at all, actually. 
I didn't realize you were that close. I have no idea what the commute is to Ohio, honestly. Well, <laughs> how far are you from Pittsburgh? I think, like, honestly, like four hours. Oh, you're that? Oh, so you're on, like, the west side of PA. Yeah, yeah. Why was yeah. I thinking Lebanon? Yeah. Oh, you're close to Scranton, right? Oh, no. Scranton's way up north. Oh, so you're, like, way southwest. Yep. Yeah, got you, got literally you. central in the middle, the central of PA. I'm thinking, I don't know why, but I see those signs when I go to West Virginia, so maybe that's why I, was I thought say, it was yeah, close. Yeah, definitely. I was gonna, I'm definitely closer to West Virginia than uh, most cities, like like Pittsburgh. And all oh, that. okay. So, like, Morgantown? Yeah. What kind of? Yeah. Yeah? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Probably about, like, two and a half hours. Yeah, that's, what I, that's about how far yeah. I am from Morgantown, two yeah. and a half hours, exactly. Wow, that's weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, it is. All right, so enough of the small talk, Lance. Let's get to what we came here for, NBA Top Shot. So my first question for you, when did you uh, when did you first hear about NBA Top Shot? All righty. So uh, I was watching a uh, YouTube uh, person, creator, uh, Vegas Fine 777 Okay. Um, he makes usually I, I watch him for my card content. Uh, he's hilarious as hell. Um, gives out a lot of information. But then he uh, one video he was like strongly promoting Top Shot, and then like you know I kind of brushed it off. I was like, all right, that sounds cool and all, but right, I that's all for traction to pick up. You know? <laughs> Absolutely, that's the, that was like, my feelings. A week later, he's not uh, probably not even a week later. He's uh, he. Post that he sold a Luca for like twenty one thousand dollars. Jesus. Um, and he, he believed that he lowballed it. Like he believed that that was worth more than what he sold it for. Right. Um, and so that raised my eyebrows like instantaneously. <laughs> <Right. laughs> twenty one thousand. Yeah, that's an eyebrow <laughs> raiser yeah, for yeah. sure. I was like, hold on, man. I know you mentioned this before, but uh, let me do my own research now. Well, and that's the thing. I looked up before I started into this. Um, I, I was reading an article, and they said that in the first week or last week or two weeks ago or, or whatever it was, they had already had five sales eclipse over $20,000. So that might have been, must have been one of them. Yeah, no, it, it most likely was, honestly. And I seen and I yesterday they sold, yeah. one sold for 100000 or something, their first $100,000 sale. It's crazy, yep. man. Yep, I think they've had uh, two, uh, two or three up to date now. Of of a uh, hundred thousand dollars, and I believe today they raised the bar to uh, you can now sell for two hundred and fifty thousand dollars because previously a hundred thousand was the max. Oh, so, so they had a max on there of a hundred thousand yep. dollars. Yes, sir. Yep. Okay. Okay. So I mean, yourself, like, what kind of did you start small? Because I know me personally, I was looking at. I'm like, look, I'm going to start small. I don't know exactly what this is. I want to start small. You know, maybe flip a couple moments. And then work my way up, you know, build up, build up to start buying a couple hundred dollar moments. So where did you start? Did you like what kind of initial investment did you make? I literally um, went the gamble route um, and just put a little bit of money in. I put uh, forty dollars to be exact in my account um, and was just waiting for packs to drop. I was hoping I would get lucky with packs. Um, right. This was before the whole hysteria. Um, yeah, it yeah. Took off. Like this was literally like I couldn't have timed this so much better and I'll, I'll tell you exactly it was so much perfectly timed so that i bought a pack uh, i think it was a base pack um so that was like nine dollars i think i might have bought two of those and then ended up making about forty dollars off of those 
So you dealt with your money right out the gate. Exactly, exactly. And then from there, they had Cool Cats um, just strictly released. This was when they just, like, straight up released them. There was no email. There was none of that. It was just a regular release. So for Um, the... Real quick, for those of you guys that don't know what Cool Cats are, that is like a set that you complete. So if you complete the Cool Cats set, there's five Cool Cats cards, uh, like exclusive cards, and then there's like five base cards that you have to put together for this set. And once you put the set together, you get a Luca, right? Yep, that is that is the prize. Okay. That is definitely the prize. So, okay, go ahead and get back to what you were saying then. Oh, yeah. Um, so from the Cool Cats which is a $14 pack as opposed to the $9 base. Um, I had got a, I believe it was a, um, might have been a DeAndre Hunter, might have been a John Collins. I forget who it was. Okay. I don't even know if John Collins is one of them. Uh, so DeAndre Hunter, we'll say. Okay. Um, I sold it for 150 I believe, at the time. So Nice. Uh, when I saw it, like now his prices are well above 200 So you know what oh, I mean? Wow. I, I couldn't have held. Yeah. But at the time, I sold it and then had enough that I saw a LeBron for $190. Okay. And I immediately, and it, this was uh, limited to 7500 mints, oh. I believe. Nice. So I was like, I, I feel like I have to buy that. Like, I feel like that's the only thing calling my name right now. So I bought it and I sat on it for like two days and watched it rise all the way up to 610 and that's where I sold. Wow, so you flipped that, you bought it for 190 and turned around and flipped it for 610? Yeah, 610. That's yep. unbelievable. And that all happened in like a three-day span. Wow, like, man. So it was very, very fast. So you basically turned $40 into $600 within two or three days. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, exactly. Yeah. That's incredible, man. I'm, yeah. I'm very, I'm, I'm envious because, you know, if you look at LeBron clips now, like they're they're hundreds, yeah. you know, thousands exactly. of dollars. You're not yep. getting a LeBron clip unless you yep. hit one in, in a pack, like you said. Yep. Uh, and that was a Cool Cats pack. You hit that uh, Hunter in, right? Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. So let me ask you this: like you said, there's a nine dollar base pack. There's a fourteen dollar Cool Cats pack. In the nine dollar base pack, what can you hit? Can you hit a serial numbered card, or or is it just like limited to common cards or, or moments? I'm sorry, not cards. Excuse me. Yeah. Yeah. So within the base, um, you I believe you are limited to the common ones. Okay. Um, but you'll see that common usually has uh, limited editions of like that LeBron that I had was a common card, but it was a limited edition of seven thousand five hundred. Oh, so you could still hit the the like numbered yep. moments yep. out of a base yep. pack. Gotcha. The only thing you can't hit is like the rare, the legendary, because those are literal like own packs within themselves okay i got you yeah that makes sense wow man so since we're on the the subject of cards moments are you what are your thoughts man do you think that uh this nba top shots you think it could take the place of sports cards or do you what what do you think i definitely don't um think that it will take the place of it uh at first i was very very heavy on it very heavy on yes it will I was just immediately thinking, yes, this will make cards inferior, like most definitely. But as I, again, as someone who has not been in the hobby for so long, I had to take a step back and kind of, you know what I mean? uh, Right. Well, because you know, like you said, exactly, like you said, there's people who's been collecting sports cards for 100 years. You know, exactly. So it, it's exactly. it's hard to you know, and especially these guys, these older these older guys that you know have a hard time working a smartphone. 
they're really not going to get into the NBA Top Shot. You know what I mean? It's kind of more for the millennial, uh, millennials, I guess you could call it, or the younger generation. Um, and, and they're more into it. You know, like me and you, we're, we're more into it than, you know, a 60-year-old man is going to be into it, you know, on, exactly. on average. You know, there might be yeah, some guys yeah, out yeah. there that are into it, you know, for sure. Exactly. But And like you said, man, they're really cool moments that, like, if you're looking at a sports card – you know, it's just, it's there. You know, he's not moving. There's yeah. no movement. You watch a clip, man, and, and this guy's going, you know, crossing somebody over and going in and yamming it on somebody. It is yeah. so cool, dude. It is yeah. really cool to watch. <laughs> it's a, it's, yeah, it's a lot more impressive, uh, in my opinion. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so but again, like we said, man, there's a lot of people that will just, they love staring at that, man. The that, picture is art to them. Yeah, it, and, and, you know, like, the picture on a card, it's art, you know, in my opinion. There's some better than others, obviously. Yeah, but then you look at a moment, man, in one of these clips, it's just like it's like the next. It, it feels exactly. like it's the next thing, you know? Especially when we get into the ones that have the crowd really into it. Yeah. Like Hero uh, 3. Like, that, that moment, to me, is super underrated. I don't own that, so don't even think I'm pumping and dumping on some GameStop stuff. I think, is that the one that I own, I wonder? I did buy a Tyler Horn, uh, Tyler <laughs> Hero 3 point, it's, but... It's there, it's, he's in, like, his blue jerseys. I believe they're a little uh, Miami Knights jersey. Yeah, he um, does that little step back in the corner? Yeah. That's oh the one God. I got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, man, it, it, you just see the crowd erupt. Yeah, it's... it's like, it was awesome. That's why I yeah. bought it. That was the first moment I bought. And I've only got two. I've got that one in a, in a Bradley Beal moment. And, I mean, he's like the leading scorer in the NBA right now. So I figured, hey, let me exactly. get in there and get something of his that's cheap. And then, you know, maybe I'll turn around. I haven't even – I haven't looked to see if that Tyler Hero card is raised. I got it for 25 bucks, So I don't know oh, yeah. if it's still there or, or where it's at today. But I figured that, that moment was really cool, man. That little step back corner, fadeaway three, like, that was dirty. That's what I'm And that's, what, that's the whole thing that I'm kind of uh, speculating right now is what are, like, what are these moments honestly going to be, like, based on? Like, with cards, it's so e- it's easy in a sense because with grading, it's now, okay, PSA 9, PSA 10. Right. Like, this is what they go for. This is what they go for. Right, right. When it comes to these moments, are we judging the moment itself? Are we judging the the, the mint size? So like how many there are? Right. Are we ju- like you know what I mean? There's the stardom of the player, you know what exactly, I mean? Exactly, exactly, exactly. Because it doesn't, it doesn't. To me, it doesn't fluctuate the way that cars might. No, there's like, really no rhyme or reason to it, man. It's just like exactly. what are people willing to pay for this clip? Exactly. Yep, that's about it. That's about it. Right so, now. so we're basically the the pioneers here in Top Shot are are essentially establishing the uh, price point on a lot of these moments because they're the yeah. ones up. You know, because me myself, I have not been able to buy a pack. Okay, so I can't refer yeah. friends. So, like, I can't get into it like I want to because I haven't been yeah. able to buy a pack. So, like, I'm. You know, all week I'm going to be, like, cramming that website, man, trying to get me a pack. And, and you know, I don't even care if I hit a, go, a good clip, you know. I just want to get a pack, yeah. you know, and, and exactly. see what it's like. See what it's all about. Yeah, so yeah, exactly. let me ask you this. When you do get a pack, how does that work? Is there, like, multiple moments in a pack or, you know, is it one moment? Yeah, so, yeah, it'll, uh, I think base comes in, like, a pack of three. Okay. But uh, I would like to give some advice to everyone who is going to buy or going to it has aims to buy a, a pack. Okay. Um, it's very, the site is very buggy, as we all know. Um, when you go on and you click buy now, and 
your thing is purchasing and it's been spinning for like five minutes do not press refresh um don't don't close it and try to do it again just let um, it load through right just let it load a lot of people you know what i mean and me myself i've been i was i did this like the first day or two that i was on here i would click out like oh my gosh it's taking too long in reality it's only been about like 45 seconds but i'm just <laughs> impatient hell you know yeah man and, that minute feels it, like an hour sometimes you exactly. know what I mean? you're literally watching the the the, the supply drop as, you know what I mean? As, yeah. as you're waiting there and this thing's spinning, it's like, <laughs> right. so uh, they they said when you do that, um, you're basically like forfeiting your your spot. Now they do have like, if you were to close out and you go back in and press buy now, they will have like a please finish your purchase thing now. They, oh, okay. They just added that like yesterday. Before then, it would say like, yeah, you have an open. You have an open order, but it would never lead you to where you can even complete uh, that. Well, and, and that's the thing, man. Like, I've seen a lot of guys, they're really, you know, they're getting frustrated with the website crashing and stuff. But we got to take a step back, like you said, man. I mean, this this, this stuff just dropped. So, it, you can exactly. look at, like, Panini's website, Top's website. When they exactly. drop a new product, man, that stuff is, their site's crashing instantly. You're not getting a chance. They got bots yeah. on there buying bots up all the product. Yeah. Exactly. And I'm sure there's going to be bots on the top shop buying up uh, packs on there, you know. So it's going to yeah. be tough to get packs. But I think that they're going to come up with something that's going to, you know, um, basically make it fair for everybody, give everybody a chance to be able to get packs and, and eliminate the, the bots from taking everything and, and jacking the market up. You know, yeah. basically what it's going to turn into is we're only going to be limited to buying moments from the marketplace. Yeah. We're not going to be able to get packs because everybody's buying yeah. these packs up left and right. So Exactly. <clears throat> and you can already tell right now when, um, when packs do drop, you'll start to see, like, base common moments get sold for, like, ten times the amount that, that it's worth. And it's, like, it's sad, but, like, I guess it's kind of what has to happen in order for it to need a balance. Right. You know, set a, set a, a regular price. Like, um, when 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 uh, the, the newest LeBron moment came out, which included the Kevin Durant moment, um, not the one, he has, like, two now, I believe. So his first one's of 7,500. Okay. His second one is a is a common one, which is uh, I believe of fifteen thousand as of right now. Okay. Um, and this one out the gate, people were paying like I want to say five hundred to two to all five hundred all the way down to two hundred, and it has since settled around like fifty five. Jeez. And same with the LeBron. The LeBron is a common moment that was out of. I believe twelve thousand or fifteen thousand as well. Right. And they were paying a thousand for it as soon as packs dropped, and then it has since died down to two hundred. Oh you know wow. what I mean? So there's a lot of people that are going to be left holding the bag based on FOMO. Oh yeah, I mean you spend a thousand dollars, man, and then it drops to two hundred. Your your hopes and dreams are kind of shattered right away. That's what know? I'm saying, man. You really have to just really wait, like <laughs> you know. Yeah. Absolutely, man. So, speaking of these moments, do you have a moment like that's in your collection right now that's your favorite moment? Like you won't sell it, or you're not gonna sell it until you know down the road if it like quadruples in value or something. Most likely the uh, Kevin Durant moment that I was speaking of. That's out of seven thousand five hundred. Oh, okay. Uh, 
only because it is his first point as a net. Oh, his first gotcha. As a, in, a, in a new uh, Brooklyn Nets jersey. And see, that's what I like about these two, because you can capture those moments like that, you know, like the Kyrie three mm -hmm. that, that won us the championship back in 16, yeah. you know, in yeah. Cleveland. So, like, stuff like that, that gets my blood, like, dude, I'm, I'm hyped, <laughs> you know? That's what I'm saying, and I literally, like, I sit here and just think of moments like that, like, and I, I, the videos that I watch on YouTube, a lot of people are kind of talking about that same thing as, uh, you know, can we get legends in this? Can we get these... You know, yeah, like Jordan. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that would be sick, man, to have some yeah, some Jordan so clips. Jordan. And oh, you know, the goodness. NBA is partnered up here, so there's got to be the the ability to do that. You know, go That's back. That's what I'm saying. And, and the thing is, though, uh, they were asking someone who uh, does work for Top Shot. I, I believe this is on a uh, club Top Shot. You can watch these on YouTube. They're very they're very funny people, very informative people. Okay. Um, but they said that this is also in partners with the uh, the Players Association. In right. The NBA. Yeah. Okay. So I guess certain legends are out the loop because they weren't in it, or they just don't want to be involved with it yet. Like, okay. They said Jordan is definitely off limits as of right now. Like. Oh, okay. So we need to get Jordan on board before we can get any yeah. Jordan clips. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they probably won't start dropping legend clips like that until they can get Jordan in on it, you know, because exactly. he's going to be the, the one everybody too. wants. That's the thing, too. We already see that, um, I guess, UFC is Dapper's next project, whether that be a UFC top shot, okay, and, like the same exact thing, just UFC, or if they have other plans. But if they do make it a UFC top shot, who's going to be the next one? You know what I mean? Is it going to be the NFL? I hope so. And then is it going to be Major League Baseball or the, the hockey, National Hockey? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I would – dude, I mean, just thinking, like, football, baseball, like, dude, there's so many cool plays and so, stuff that can – And that's the thing. I love the aesthetics of these moments. Like, yeah. You know, just, just think about every good moment. Like Kobe when he dropped 81. I, 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 I uh, primarily think of his interaction with the crowd after that game. Like, you know what I mean? Right. Just, that's that's the – one of those moments that come to mind. Skinny butterflies, you know. Exactly. Or LeBron's even way back in LeBron's uh, beginning of his career with the uh, throwing the powder up. Oh yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. Just that, just, man. That would just see. Just stuff like that. Yeah, That's you're right. The powder yeah. moments, man. Yeah, yeah. That was, I mean, legendary. You know. Exactly. And that's something that'll like you. Everyone wants to say like, oh, this this doesn't hold any history. Like that right there. I, I can guarantee you. Us just speaking about that just reminds so many people that LeBron even did that. Right, exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Hey, and you're right, dude. I mean, these these almost hold. I wouldn't say more history, but like you were saying earlier, these these are gonna run in parallel with sports cards, man. Because the the history is there. It is yeah. there. I mean, you're gonna think you're gonna watch these clips and you're gonna remember where you were at, what you were doing when this happened, and, and it's gonna put butterflies in your stomach, man. Yeah, you're gonna be exactly. like, dude, this was incredible. I remember this. You're telling your kids about this in ten years, you know, like, exactly. oh, like, you know, and that's we don't awesome. Have to say, we don't have to hold a card and be like, man, like, this this guy, he did this, he did this. And yeah, he literally, can say, hey, watch look this. At this, exactly. Watch this. Yeah, that's awesome, man. So, one more thing before I do let you go, Lance, and I appreciate you coming on with yes, us sir. and explaining all this to us. Let me know, do you have a moment that you sold? I know it's probably the LeBron, I would assume, that you sold. Is that the moment that you wish you hadn't sold, that you, that you got rid of? Most definitely. Um, 
it has since settled at a lower price than the 600. Right. But over time, again, that's out of 7,500. Right. Um, they, they ran a poll. Uh, the NBA have, uh, ran a poll um, seeing just where their fan base is, how many people there are in population. Uh, I believe it was like 1.2 billion with a B. Oh, wow. Um, Watching, like, fans, you know, is that what you're saying? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So, there's only about, like, I would, a couple weeks ago, the number was 12,000 total users on Top Shot. I'll give it, like, 50,000, 75,000 right now. Oh, yeah, it's starting to perk up a little bit. But, like, what's that in comparison to 1.2 billion fans? Yeah, dude, you 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 start getting millions of people on here. That and number the, becomes so much more. Dude, the prices are going to go through the roof. I mean, because there's exactly. not going to be a lot out there that you can buy. Nope. So everything's going to be a short print. Everything. Everything's going to be desirable. And then at that time, is I saw a talk today about cards um, saying how, like, in a couple of years, they believe that all of these good cards and all these, you know what I mean, these cards that are sold after are going to be in, like, the more wealthy people's hands, the investors' hands within a couple of years, like, you know what I mean? We're not yeah. going to be able to sell them or buy them in a, in a, in a little bit of time. And you're probably right, man. I mean, that's it's it's scary to think about it. Like, I, I don't think, again, I, I think that these are going to run parallel with sports cards. I'm always going to, like, I just got, I'm like you, man. I just got into sports cards collecting early last year. Uh, when I was a kid, I, I collected a little bit of, like, Pokemon cards, etc. But this, this, you know, as soon as I started getting into opening packs and stuff, the, it, the, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? The uh, nostalgia, adrenaline. You know what I mean? It, it's just, it's unmatched, man. I mean, but then you start watching these moments, and you're like, oh my god, dude, like this is just incredible. So, <laughs> like the one that me and my friends were talking about that we would love to see, uh, just because uh, we were all watching this at one, at one spot. And you know what I mean? We still remember our reaction was the uh, Ray Allen. Uh, when he was in Miami, you know what I mean? The same yeah. Bronze, but, and, like, that right there was one of the most crazy moments I can say Dude, that I've ever seen on was. TV. Like, hey, like, I hated Miami, you know, but just be- I didn't really hate Miami. I just, like, man, I was so salty, you know. No, just... they took your boy. They took the hometown boy. Yeah, 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 dude. So it's like, wow, <laughs> it hurt, you know. Yeah, it did. exactly hurt to see him win but like i like to see him you know i want to see lebron win because you know he is from you know 30 minutes down the road so it's like it's it's just it's i don't know it almost brings pride to you you know all right so i'm gonna wrap this up lance uh if you want go ahead and plug your twitter man let's get you some new followers here anybody that's listening make sure you go follow my boy lance go ahead shout out your twitter at man Yes, sir. The at is, uh, I believe, Lance the Don seven one seven, or just look up uh, Top Shot Thought. You will find me. Uh, hash, you can look up the hashtag uh, Top Shot Thought because I'm always hashtagging. Yeah. Probably the only one in America that hashtag. <laughs> hey man, I love it, man. You gonna start up a trend, though. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, All right, brother. Me, hey brother. man, I appreciate you. Hey, uh, absolutely, man. We'll get you on here again. We'll talk about it again here in six months and see where we're at. All right, brother? Exactly, man. All right, take care, Lance. Thanks for coming on. All right, guys. Again, that was at Lance the Dawn 717 from Twitter. 
And uh, that was a pretty fun interview, guys. I uh, hope you guys liked that. Uh, and if you didn't know anything about NBA Top Shot, hopefully that was your foot in the door. You got a little info now. Maybe you get your feet wet. So, speaking of getting our feet wet, let's go ahead and bring Brett on. And uh, we'll see what he thinks about NBA Top Shot. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about what's going on in the NFL right now. And I think we'll even talk about NCAA Football coming back. All right, without further ado, let's welcome my little brother Brett. Brett, what's up? What's happening? Hey, yo. What is going on, bro? Not too much, not too much. So, we just got done interviewing Lance from Twitter, uh, and we were talking a lot about NBA Top Shot. So, what are your feelings? Uh, have you heard about Top Shot? Uh, are you invested yet? Um, what do you think? What do you think of Top Shot so far? No, so I haven't bought any. Uh, I, I know very little about it, and I guess I'll have to kind of give you like my breakdown. And you can tell me if I'm if I'm right online or if I'm off base. But it seems like they're producing the videos of somebody, you know, a nice play made in basketball, and it's just basketball, correct? Yeah, it's, right now it's only basketball. They're talking about. Okay. I, we learned from Lance that they're talking about going to UFC next. So, oh, really? Yeah, that would be pretty See, cool. UFC, that has a lot of potential, man. Yeah. It's basketball, I feel like there's just there's awesome plays all the time. Yeah, yeah, you're right. UFC fights are just so few and far between it, compared to basketball games. There's 82 games in the season man, well, for each team. So. Well, dude, and some of these plays are not even awesome. They're, like, just a little dinky. Yeah, and I know, and that's what I'm wondering is, like, so just off the bat, I don't, I don't hate the idea of it. But I, I definitely need to learn some more myself. So I saw one play, somebody shared one that they owned, and it was like Donovan Mitchell making a nice play. Right. And it was like, but it was like just him kind of putting somebody on skates for a second. Yeah. And drilling yeah. a 15 footer. And I'm like, dude, like he does that four or five times a game sometimes, you know? Right, right. Yeah, you're right. So like, and then. Well, that gives them kind of unlimited potential to market it, you know, because they can make plays after plays after plays, you know. I know, but that, that's the thing is I don't really know. I'm not sure the value is going to be there like it is for cards, personally. Yeah, yeah. Well, right now... I, it, I think it is now, Yeah. I don't think it's going to stay now. Yeah, okay. You know, hey, that's a fair opinion for sure. But I don't think, and I don't think obviously like... But I still have a lot to learn about it in the first place. My opinion shouldn't like try to shouldn't sway anybody's right, you know right. decisions to do or not do it. Um, but a couple of things. It seems like one of these plays happens, and then correct me if I'm wrong. They make like I don't know. Let's just say for sake of argument, like fifteen thousand copies of right. You know, and then fifteen thousand people can have the copy of that play. Is that right? And that's for like a common type play. That's not like. Well, big time. I would say 15,000 might even be in the realm of limited edition. Um, because... Really? Yeah, commons are, are... Actually, you know what? I think commons are like 12,000 plus, I want to say, because it, it could go up to infinity, you know what I mean? Or, or however many times, until they yeah. stop printing it or, or whatever, you know what I mean? I think they so do eventually part. stop it, and then it turns into a limited edition. Oh, okay. So then here's my question then is are there any plays that you can't see? I so for for example, like somebody showed me a play like, hey, I you know, I, I hit this play in a pack and I'm like, okay, so 
that looks pretty sweet, but like, well, you I can, can see that and I don't own it. I mean, you can see, <laughs> you know I mean? like, yeah, 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 exactly. Um, just, so you can, I, so that part of it, I don't understand, I guess. Uh, that makes sense. That's a good question because, uh, you know, I know you could go in the marketplace and you can literally watch the play of every, you know, if you want to buy it, you can watch the play what it is. Yeah. You know, and every I, time. Was on, I was on the website just kind of browsing around, and I'm like, oh. So that's a fair point. This, uh, play, was, this play cost $2,000. Right. <laughs> but I'm watching it. <laughs> but, so you know what I mean? And yeah, then, yeah. The other, the other side of that was... But you own the rights to it, is what is what is yeah. the selling point to it. You know, and you, that's, that's kind of my, that's my next big question. What does that mean? Are you talking about, like... So owning the rights to something like music, you know, you are you're entitled to compensation if somebody uses your music for a video or something like that. Correct, correct. So people, if you if you have ownership in this video, then you are every time to... it plays on a commercial or something, you should get some kind of uh, basically what, what do they call that? Uh, I don't, I can't think of the word. <clears throat> well, I, I said, I think I said entitlement. I think that's close to. What yeah, yeah. Thinking. All right. Anyways, let's uh, let's switch the topic up a little bit. Tops released a statement this week saying that their 2021 Series One had a printing error. Apparently, the Platinum Anniversary Parallel numbered out of 70, and the Anniversary Parallel that's numbered out of 101. Apparently, they were both printed using the same ink and color patterns so basically they look exactly the same so how do you feel how do you feel about that brett i mean the quality control they said the numbering's correct just uh, dude that's crazy I will... <laughs> so i mean the your odds of hitting this either one of those is, is probably way out there an astronomical number but still you're gonna hit if you hit one of these anniversary, the 70th anniversary parallels, a 101, and it looks just like the out of 70 card, wouldn't that lower the value a little bit? I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it exactly. If I'm buying... Can you again exactly what happened? So what happened was they, they printed the same exact, you know, like let's call it an X-Fractor, okay? Mm-hmm. So the out of, the X Fractor is going to be out of seventy, and the X Fractor is going to be one of one. Okay, that's kind of a bad example. Let's call it a green uh, prism or something like that. Okay. So or like a snakeskin prism. So a snakeskin prism gets you an out of seventy, and then the same exact snakeskin prism looks exactly like the seventy is a one of one. You know, because normally your one of ones look a little different. It's a parallel. It's, yeah. it's got some kind of difference to it. I don't know. I don't know if that's too terrible just because... So the one of one's still visible, right? I mean, it's still printed on there. Right. Kind of it's the usually right? on the back, though. I'm not sure. I've never hit a one of one in a Topps flagship. Yeah, well, me neither. I only have, I only have a handful of... I have, like, two one of ones. Right, so... Um, Anyways, I just figured I'd ask you about that. That just came out recently, so... I mean, it's not, dude, in the end, though, it's really not that surprising. Just because I feel I feel like Topps is definitely better than Panini. Yeah, quality control. They're both, they're both 
still pretty bad for quality control, I think. Like, yeah. Yeah, I uh, think there's... Yeah, print lines and stuff like that. Mosaic, I mean, uh, kill you. Anyways, let's switch the flow up to the NFL. A lot of news this week, man. Uh, so we had Matt Stafford traded to the Rams. Yeah. So we're, we're a little behind on the Stafford trade, but, man, I definitely, like, my opinion on that is that those teams did pretty well on that trade. Yeah, really. I, I understand the, I don't know, the discontent for... The two first you know, rounders. Yeah, well, it was was the two first rounders. I thought it was three, or is it two first rounders and another pick? It was two first rounders and a third, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. Okay, I think it's either that or two two first rounders and a second. But in either case, I think the the most important thing to take away from that is that it's the Rams. So a first round pick from the Rams is going to be like pick twenty four on. So we're not talking about a potential like top ten pick here. Right, um, yeah. And I think that's, that's a huge distinction, man, because you talk about the first few picks that go. I mean, there's been some, some bad picks in there, but, I mean, pretty great players over the last few years have been picked in the first top ten or so. So, back in the first round, it's a little bit harder to find that diamond, I think. Um, Rams are in a position where they can win next year. Right, you're right. And they don't, and they don't, need, they don't need two first, or a first-round pick next year to do that. And, you know, what the trade was, the Lions receive a third-round pick in 2021, a first-round pick in 22, a first-round pick in 23. Uh, the number okay, one so overall... Give up their first this year. Right. That's, yeah, so it's their wow. third this year. So they can still... The Lions can still go out there, get their first-round pick. They got Goff. I don't think Goff's a slouch by any means. You know? No, Goff is solid. There's no... Uh... I see a lot of, like, hate. I think Stafford's, like, a good bit better, but Goff is not a bad quarterback. Goff can win for you. you yeah, get, he you, has one. I mean, he's taking it to the playoffs. Almost every year. Year after year. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, in, uh, in other news, Rivers retired. I really thought he was going to land in Washington, dude. I just, like, my gut was saying, Philip Rivers is going to go to Washington. There it is. Yeah, well, that was actually one of the things. I know we're probably going to get to possible uh, Watson trade talks. Yeah. Um, Washington is on like my short list of teams that could that I think is okay to do it. Well, I'd it's love. Actually, I'd probably only like two teams, and we can get to that uh, in a second. But yeah, I just yeah, I mean, figured we could we could pay a little homage to Phil. I mean, the dude's. Definitely, I feel like a first ballot Hall of Famer. I mean, he, he put up some serious numbers. He's like number three all time, I want to say. Yeah, he's great. He's, he's um, arguably, I know people are going to say like Marino, but I, he's arguably the best quarterback that never won one. Yeah, Marino. You know, you, that, those two guys are a lot alike, though. You, you know, yeah, really. If you, put, if you put the numbers up, it's really, it's really not even. Like, I, I think Rivers has got a pretty big edge on numbers, but it's a different league, too. Uh, people throw a lot more things. Yeah, to. yeah, that's true, especially in recent uh, years. Um, yeah. he, he's throw, he In his career, he threw for 63,440 yards. <laughs> this is disgusting. <laughs> He had 421 touchdowns, 209 interceptions. Okay. So the not, six, not a great ratio. 
Chio there. I wonder what how much better Marino's is. It's probably better, but um, I could look real quick. So we're looking at a career sixty-five percent, basically completion percentage. And you know the thing about that too is sixty-five is pretty solid. It's almost standard in today's game, but it was not standard for Rivers' whole career. Well, he threw for sixty-eight percent this year. He he had a sixty-eight. Yeah. Oh yeah. Rivers played great this year, man. The Colts look great, and um, actually, that's my that's my only other team that I think should even waste a breath uh, so, trying to trade for Watson. So, Marino, I'm sorry, yeah. go ahead. Well, no, no, well, no. I just wanted to get in on that's the Marino before we lost the topic. Uh, yeah. he, he had a career 59.4% completion percentage. Yeah. Threw for 60. See, in, his, in his time, that's not a bad percentage. No, not, not, not at all, not at all. It would only be looked down upon today, because and you know what, people give Marino a lot of a lot of love for how he played, but in today's game, man, if you throw fifty nine percent completion, you're they're talking about drafting somebody else. Well, he's also one of the, like the all time career uh, interception leaders too. You know, him and Brett Favre. Marino is, well, you know, you play so many years, dude. You mean you're, you're gonna? Yeah. You're gonna well, well, he threw for sixty one thousand three hundred sixty one yards, so a little less than Phil. He had uh, 420 touchdowns, which, what did Phil have, 421, I think? Yeah, yeah, that's almost identical. So, threw for 252 interceptions, though. So, Phil's was uh, 209, so it's about, you know, he has about 40, yeah. now, 40 personally, interceptions. Personally, I felt like Rivers is first ballot in my eyes all day. Uh, I do think that the way that that is looked at today, and it's kind of across basketball and football, right. is... If you don't win ships, man, it's like first ballot's almost off the question. Yeah. Well, Marino's a, Marino is a Hall of Famer, so, I mean, I think Phil goes yeah. for sure. He's an eight-time Pro Bowler. Marino was a nine-time Pro Bowler. If, but If Rivers doesn't make the Hall of Fame, like in his career, it, to me, is like the biggest snub maybe yeah. of all time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Now, I, now first ballot, like I can kind of see the argument for maybe not first ballot, but I can't. I wouldn't be able to agree with like him not making it. That's that's absurd. I could see him going I, first ballot, to be honest with you. Yeah, I hope he does. I think he should. Um, but just the way that the the way that it's voted on now, and it's to me that's the other that's got to get changed in sports, man. Quit letting. I think he comes I think back. He should only be voted on by players. I think coaches. he comes back and plays another year. I think he's going to sit out a year and come back and, and play another uh, next year. I really do. Um, I guess. Oh, so why would he do that? Maybe if the Colts, um, well, you know, letting him know, hey, we're not bringing you back because he was only on a one-year deal, if I remember correctly. Yeah, I mean that could be it. He he might want to take a year and and see what everybody's got to offer, you know, for a year. Yeah. Uh, he could come back half the year, dude. I mean, he could come in and sign a contract after four or five games. Yeah, somebody somebody gets hurt, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Um, you never know. Yeah, it's just weird because he could jump on a playoff team, dude. If somebody goes yeah, down like Mahomes. Only if somebody goes down. Yeah, like yeah, if somebody goes down, I can see him coming back. You never know, you know. I mean, he... but look at dude, look at freaking. <laughs> oh my god, I can't believe I'm blanking his name now. Dude, that just came in from Holmes. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What is his name? I almost uh, said Keenum. It's not Keenum, but uh... <laughs> uh. Yeah, he played for the he played for the Browns, dude. I, I mean. Oh my god, I gotta look it up. I got you. No, he did. He didn't play for the Browns. He played for Michigan. That's who he played for, Michigan. Who was uh, it? Yeah, Henny. Henny. Yeah, Chad Henny. Yep, that's what it was. Chad Henny. So, he did. He, he beat the Browns. Dude, he he looked good, honestly. Like, I, I know he, th- he threw, like, a really terrible pick. Yeah, I was, was going like, to say, aside from that. Some, 
it gave us some life. But besides that pick, dude, he was throwing a couple darts out there. And the biggest takeaway from that is that not just that he played well, but you saw on that fourth down that Andy Reid likes him, dude. And Andy Reid believes Yeah, he went for it on fourth down? Like, nobody does that. And he threw it. It's not like he went for it on fourth down and gave it to CEH, who is very capable of being shifty and grabbing a yard. Right. You know? Um, Or even Bell, who obviously could grab a yard. Yeah. I don't know if it was fourth and one or fourth and two, but... I think it was fourth and one. It might even have been inches. It was, yeah, it was the last action. All right, so let's uh, let's change the flow up yet again. Uh, let's talk about let's let's go ahead and start talking about the Sean Watson trade trade. Uh, where do you think he's going to land? Some possible landing spots. So I saw something interesting. Firstly, that um, the GM has like does not want to trade him. Obviously, like right. You know the dynamic there is so weird. You got a franchise quarterback who wants to leave. Incoming GM, maybe he's able to salvage that relationship. Possibly not, though, because I think Houston has done him dirty. Yeah, I mean, obviously something's going on. Like, you know, I thought he would stay there. I, I didn't. I don't picture him anywhere else. Love to see him in a couple spots. Um, I, I personally would love to see him in Washington. You know, you know, our family is uh, some diehard Skins fans, and and that's what they're that's what they're missing. Washington is missing that quarterback. There's only now I've seen like ridiculous trade offers out there or like you know stuff that people has made up um one of them being the Browns and as a Browns fan like it was the most ridiculous trade ever it was like I had two or three first round picks I think it was three Baker and Odell and I'm like dude Sean Watson is like I mean just a, just just a good little bit better than Baker. He is not three first-round picks in Odell. No, no, no. Like, no, no. that's crazy, dude. No. I would never and, give... And like, not, people are smoking some serious stuff to think stuff like that, you know? The yeah. only teams... Here's the thing, is that Watson is is extremely valuable, and he is going to get somebody two or three first-round picks. Oh, for sure. Um, but there's only two... In my mind, I say only Washington and only the Colts should do it. Uh, reason being is that that's pretty much all that's missing on those two teams. Washington has some serious weapons on offense. Well, uh, Terry McLaurin with the right quarterback is, you know, pushing that top ten receiver. He might be top ten. I mean, he might be at the bottom of the top ten list right no, now. No, you're right, man. Um, he, he He's really... Antonio Gibson is a strong running back. Yep, if he can that stay healthy. That far, and, that, and that defense, Washington's defense is near elite. Um, I don't know what they finished at statistically, but I think they're one of the best. Yeah, teams. they they were like top five all year, all year. So, yeah. I you know honestly, uh, like you I've said, seen... well, like yeah. you said, uh, I would love to see that they would they would definitely be a playoff team. Uh, you know who my sneaker is? I mean, honestly, you know, possible trade scenarios or, or uh, landing zones for Watson. I could see him ended up in anywhere like Jacksonville, Chicago, New York. The Jets well, could trade a first. Not do it. Well, they, I don't. I'm saying they need a quarterback. These are these are homes. These are yeah. NFL teams well, that gotta, could use Deshaun Watson. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. I I think there's basically no chance that they don't draft uh, Lawrence. I think them. They they hired Urban, right? Yep, yep, yep. Irving Meyer is coming in. I think that, uh, that Urban, probably, excuse me, like the top of Urban Meyer's. Like, hey, this has got to happen. List. Right. Oh yeah, absolutely. Trevor. Yeah. Um, so, 
Yeah, like that. Uh, I don't like. I feel like I've seen. I, I saw the Broncos. Yeah, they Denver. Yeah. Well, no, no. They definitely need the quarterback. But the reason I don't like anybody but the Colts or Washington is because the only reason you should be trading away the farm is if all you need is a quarterback, and that's not Denver's scenario at all. No, it's not. Den- Denver needs a lot more help than just quarterbacks. Yeah, you know, they, they got some young talent on offense, but uh, the defensive side of things, I don't really, uh, <clears throat> I don't think it looks too promising. You know who I think I, is a sneaky, sneaky home for him, though? What's that? Pittsburgh. I mean, Pittsburgh. you push Pittsburgh Ben out. Be, I mean, you push oh, Ben yeah. out. I would hate it. He he would be he would kill you know well I don't know I don't want to say he would kill it no I would hate it I would hate it too definitely a fair scenario you have to pick play him twice you know but just think about it Pittsburgh picks up a player like uh, Deshaun Watson they don't need any draft picks you know those guys strong strong defense still Um, and now their their offensive line kind of looked like they took took a step back. Towards the end of the season, and I, I think, think that, uh, I think Pouncey retired. Yeah, their center yeah. retired, so you Pouncey, know. They still got uh, they still got the Castro out there. Who's? I mean, I don't yeah. know if he. I'm, I'm assuming he made All Pro again this year. Probably, but, he's a monster. Yeah, he's a freak. Uh, but they've always had a strong line in Pittsburgh, and that's you know a big reason that Ben has had the success that he's had. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's he's yeah. probably a first ballot Hall of Famer himself. You know. Uh, ben is, yeah, Ben is without question first ballot if he retired this year. Yeah, I that think might, so. I'll tell you what, if he retired this year, that might make it more difficult for Rivers to get it on yeah, first ballot. Yeah, yeah, because Ben would that take, would be, yeah. That would be interesting, because what, do they put five every year, I think? I think so, yeah. Five to seven, possibly, I forget. Each, I think each sport is just a little bit different. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I've seen the, uh, another one I saw was the Bears, and that's not, as bad as the others, I think their defense is still solid enough to make that work. But do you give up on Mitch Trubisky? I mean, you keep seeing flashes of him, like he could be good, but he's not yeah. that good. Second, <laughs> second half of the year last year, man, he started playing like, you know, very, very respectable, like close to all pro level play this whole second half of the season. So, yeah, uh, absolutely. Yeah, sucks, man. It's just like to get Watson, you're going to have to trade away. Three your future. You're, how many you're trading away your future, but you're you're gaining your future. The kid's young. He's what, 27, yeah. 28 years I'm, old. I'm not even. I'm not arguing. Is, he's not that old, is he? 28. He might not be that old. I'm not sure. I'll actually. Uh, I'll look into that. But look what were you gonna so say? I'm gonna assume he is 20. I'm gonna say 26, just because what is. Oh no, you might be about right. Because I'm trying to think of when they won the title. Well, yeah, because he, he's been around for longer than you think. He's, uh, what is he, 95. He was born in 95, so that would make him 26. 26. He's 25. He's 25 oh, yeah, right 25. Now, so, 25. So, so I was good. I was good on that uh, 26 guess. Yeah, so he's even younger uh, than I thought. So, yeah. Man, look at the young quarterbacks in this league, too. Dude, there's, uh, and just think about the rookie class of 2020. I mean, this is kind of a hobby show, so... Look at look at your uh, Justin Herbert. The value of a Justin Herbert Dude. mosaic base is like fifty bucks. Yeah. You know, nobody else oh, is yeah, even close to it. That's my collection right now, dude. Like, I have like 
the majority of my value is in my Herbert cards. And I don't even have anything serious, bro. It's just literally just prisms. Yeah. Well, I don't have you know, any... It's pr- not like I'm sitting on an auto. An auto, a Justin Herbert, like, prism auto is like a grand. Oh, yeah. It's a stack, for sure. Well, see, here's my thing. And, and like, I've recently stopped. I more than that, honestly. But, like, when I hit a big card, I turn around and sell it. You know? Then I go buy more cards. And, but recently... I've been I've been stashing away the hitters, man. I'm, I'm gonna hold on. I'm gonna yeah. start keeping them. Like I, this is why I'm building this collection. I wanna I wanna hand these big cards down to my kids one day, you know. Yeah. And and a card like that is only gonna gain value over the years for sure. Now I just gotta get everything uh, graded. Now here's a, here's the uh, and I guess since we'll we'll get on cards here for a minute because. Um, I've seen a lot of talk specifically lately with, with Top Shot coming out and how expensive it is uh, about how cards basically can't sustain this price. And I think it's a fair point. But yeah. now, I mean, it's going to last longer than people think. I oh, mean, it's, well, here's the thing. It's just the boom's not going to the boom's not going to keep booming. Yeah. The boom's going to slow down. People are going to stop clearing the shelves retail. They're going to stop flipping retail. But you're still going to be able to yeah. collect cards, and the value's going to be there. Are, People aren't buying that retail, dude. No. They're not. I mean, like, not, I mean, secondhand, like, and how long do you think people are going to pay you? Here's an indicator right here. $80 for a box. Exactly. Well, here's an indicator here. Everybody around the area knows of Triple Play Vintage, the store. I mean, if you guys have watched Jab's family on YouTube, uh, he mentions he goes there. Um, so it's, it's a really nice shop, really great prices. Uh, and he buys retail. It turns around and sells it for, you know, three times the price. But anyways, he pays he pays pretty good money for retail, really. So, you know, what he sells it for, he's got to sell it for to make money, really. So, but uh, one of my buddies, he usually goes around. He hits, all this, uh, he hits all these retail spots. Then he goes and sells it to Terry there at uh, Triple Play. Recently... Terry is no longer buying NBA Hoops premium stock. Nobody's buying it. You know, nobody's buying it. That, uh, it's, it's a really good product. I actually think I like it. Um, I love it. It's great. I like it almost as much as I like Mosaic. Oh, and, I know. And I like Mosaic pretty much equally with Prism. I actually like Mosaic more than Prism, but I think basketball is closer than football. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I really like, like football-wise, Mosaic's my stuff. But this is why you're right, is because these guys, you know, the only stuff that is really going to continuously get flipped, and I think we'll will have a very hard time dying down, is the stuff like Prism and Mosaic. Oh, absolutely. Uh, or the tops when Tops Carbon comes out. I think Series One, Series Two, um, you know, the prices fall fell off so much after Chrome came out. Yeah. I remember last year you were able to get uh, Luis Robert base cards from series was that series one i think series two uh series two you were at whenever chrome came out you were able to get a two, series two base card for like five bucks yeah it's crazy right and at that card as a psa 10 i mean it's i don't know well two hundred dollars yeah it's almost 200 bucks uh so and, and the prices went up i think it's like you're probably paying eight to ten bucks for a base rookie card but I'd say around baseball season time, we'll start to see that price rise up into the $20 yeah, area. Yeah, dude. There's, there's no way you're going to be able to get a, a, a Robert rookie card for less than 20 bucks once the season's going. Well, you shouldn't be able to. Like, I just bought – I've been looking for an auto during this down season. I've been trying to get me a Robert auto, and I finally did. 
and it's even Beckett authenticated attend auto. So got it for a hundred bucks. I mean, it's yeah, that's a good. Deal. I mean, you can't find was, one for a hundred bucks. If all you were trying to do was uh, make some cash on on trading cards, which is, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Um, the same way like people would play like the stock market or something. Sure. Um, I think flipping retail is a little bit different depending on how it's done, but when it comes to you know buying these cards in the off season, man, if you can buy, if you can spend like two hundred bucks, three hundred bucks, and then hold it for six months. And the season starts back up, I, man. I think you get potential to easily double your money. So let's talk about what you just said. Uh, flipping retail. What are your yeah. What are your thoughts? I mean, obviously, you know, we both went and cleared a store out before. Yeah. Um, hit a nice list. For sure. Well, you can't not, man. You yeah. Can't leave it there because you. I literally haven't seen retail, man, in like what two three months i haven't yeah. i haven't sniffed anything like i uh, well i, I sent you a couple more. boxes for your birthday that's probably yeah, the last yeah, time yeah. I, I didn't get to open that shout out to shout out to my brother i did a pretty cool little uh i got a i'm not an aaron judge fan but i did his, his super super short print from holiday the little holly belt yeah that was sweet uh so that was a sweet hit and then i did add to my job pc got the base from nba hoops was it the base or the card. tribute no it was the base Nice. That's like a fifty dollar yeah. card, ain't it? No, it's like uh, twenty to twenty five right now, I think. Yeah, I noticed the purple discos dropped a little bit too. Man, those cards are so nice, though. Well, God. see, and that's that's why I think that that we're in a bubble because you look at the stuff like hoops, where oh hey, this stuff's in retail now. Okay, well it's basketball, so it's extremely valuable, and it is because basketball cards are just more valuable than everything else, right? Uh, as a whole, so. All right, so NBA Hoops comes out and people are buying that. But, uh, you know, once that dies down a little bit and people, everybody knew from the beginning, hey, this isn't quite as nice as Prism or Mosaic. It's not as sought after. So since people know that, once people, once that first wave of people gets the cards that they really want, you know, they don't stay, man. And that's what I'm saying. They got this John Rant base card that looks super dope. And, you know, I'd be lucky to get 20 bucks out of it. Yeah, you're and right. He's the freaking he's the rookie of the year. I want. Yeah, I, I know you're absolutely right, dude. I, and what I I wonder if some of the money is leaving and going to uh, Top Shot. You know, you wonder. Yeah. Well, but, and that's the other part of this whole thing is that how long do we actually think people can keep paying these prices? Like, whenever somebody sends you, you know, you're able to hit retail or whatever, and and to answer the, man, I don't, I hate to go back and forth, but to answer the question is how I feel about flipping retail is if you're a guy who, like, goes to 10 stores and just buys all the retail at all those places and then sells all of it, like, I think that's super douchey. Yeah. If you're yeah. a guy who, like, goes and clears out one or two stores and you sell, like, a third or half of it to kind of recoup some of that cost but still be able to open a lot because you're a collector, I don't see anything wrong with that, personally. Yeah. Um, but that's it's kind of a weird... I mean, everybody's got a different opinion, and I don't necessarily... Well, just, yeah, uh, a guy's going to say, well, why not go spend that money on a hobby box then, you know, instead of buying all this retail? But there's so many other options. you got so many more packs to open with retail, too, and you can yeah. open a blaster today... You know, a hanger tomorrow, you know, a mega box the next day. It's fun. You know, me and Autumn do it yeah. all the time. You know, I'll grab. And, and flip side of that, um, shout out to Hive Cards. He showed exactly why 
you don't do that. He, you know, the a prison football hobby was going for eight eight hundred to nine hundred dollars. He spends eight to nine hundred dollars and gets eight mega boxes of prison football. And those eight mega boxes of prison football were better than basically any hobby of prison that I've seen. Yeah, always. yeah, you get and, you know, <laughs> exactly. You know, you catch like a Herbert out of ten. Okay, obviously it's not better than that. But the average baseline. I would personally rather open eight megas than open one hobby, and it's not even like close. Yeah. Well, uh, the other day, I jumped in a break with Bailey Joe Cards. Shout out to Bailey Joe Cards. Uh, and it was a uh, a no huddle mosaic hobby. So it's like the cheaper. It's not like the full. It's like a half a hobby. I want to say. I think yeah. it's like eighteen eight card packs. I want to say. Well, I watched him a couple weeks ago open one of these, and he hit a one-on-one Ben Roethlisberger auto. And I was like, wow, that's crazy. You know, and I'm not a, you know, I, obviously as a Browns fan, I don't want to see those Steelers cards. Well, I get in this break, I end up with the Steelers. I got, like, the Buccaneers, and I think, uh, I can't remember who the other team was. But anyways, dude, end up hitting the Ben Roethlisberger auto out of 10. Later on, he hits in the same box... A pink disco Herbert out of twenty. Crazy box, dude. Unbelievable box. Like a box yeah. like that would make me want to buy a hobby, you know? Yeah. And, but you don't always hit like I that. Feel the way I do is I've opened multiple hobbies across the board. Dude. And the only one that I've ever liked was Stadium Club Chrome. Yeah, Stadium Club Chrome. Yeah. All those cars. Just the art, the picture art is is beautiful. Uh, the Chrome, everybody loves Chrome, you know. Yeah, this, I, I think we've kind of talked about this a few times. Um, Stadium Club Chrome is, to me, the best baseball product, without question. Yeah, it's fun. Uh, and I I mean, you can, you can talk about, like, Sapphire. I mean, I, I'm not talking about the most valuable. Right, but right. the best-looking cards, and it should be the most valuable. Well, I don't think there's a better-looking card in baseball. Yeah, well, I mean, Sapphire, obviously, is a beautiful card. Don't get me wrong. But, like, for, like, a retail, you know, or... or you don't? I'm, I'll, I'll be, yeah, I'll be like the, I'll oh, be you're one of the few people who don't. I don't think the Sapphires, I, I get the value of them. I don't, I mean, you know. the way it is for a reason, but. Right. You know, I would much rather have like a super rare same club chrome card of somebody's like a top. Than right, a know, base Sapphire or something. Yeah, than something that was equivalent in price as yeah, a Sapphire. Yeah, 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 I, I would agree with that. Like, I'm not buying a base Robert for $200 when I could get a PSA 10 uh, slab. Uh, flagship yeah. you know for 200 bucks that's yeah. me personally but uh yeah anyways Everybody feels like vastly different like all these things that we're talking about like you know anybody could be listening and be like uh, disagreeing with yeah absolutely it's, it's all based it on opinion for sure yeah hey brett let's talk a little bit before we go let's talk a little bit about uh the recent news NCAA EA announced NCAA football is coming back 2022. Not this year, but next year we will have college football. And I think it's going to be called uh, college football. EA college football or NCAA college. I don't think NCAA is going to be in there. I think it's going to be EA college football. So EA sports college football, yeah. Yeah, so I would call it like college game day or something because game day is your show, you know, for Saturdays. That would be the that would yeah. be the name of the game. Um, for me. Let me look that up, bro. Yeah, so so I want to tell a quick story about that while you're looking into that. So this is a true story, guys. 
So I went to uh, I went to college at Marshall University. Yes, like the movie, we were Marshall. The plane went down. Yes, all that. So the weekend we moved in, uh, my dad dropped me off. You know, I, I didn't know a single person down there. I went down there by myself. Uh, they had a, a NCAA football tournament. Two thousand. Uh, it was two thousand eight NCAA football. So Ohio State was super good. Like I don't. I think they finished the season like ninth or something like that. But they were really good in the game. They were like number three going into the game or something like that. Well, you got to pick your team, you know, and you get to play in this tournament, whoever you wanted to be. Well, it was literally all the freshman dorms put together in this huge NCAA tournament. Well, I ended up taking it down with the Buckeyes, and I ended up playing another guy who had the Buckeyes too, but I, I like playing this, dude. I beat him by like 31. Hey, I won 500 bucks too, dude. It was like a $5 buy-in. So, like, yeah, it was nice. It was... It was really cool. So yeah, those were those were great games. Now I have some concerns for sure because, um, so I'm looking right now. It says it's going to be very. Uh, there's a lot of stuff is hush hush right now. It's early in the process. They're just saying yes, we're going to do it. Right. Uh, obviously, the biggest issue from the past was hey, these players are sick of this, man. You're literally, I mean, they weren't even being, like, a while back it was, they had their names on it, if I remember correctly. Like, their names were literally. Yeah, then they had to take the names off the jerseys, right. Then you just had the number. Then they they had to do away with the player likeness and everything. Yeah, well, and that's the issue, and and I agree with that, because when you're talking about these, these kids, man, they're making millions of dollars for their university. Oh, yeah. And then EA comes along, and they're like, hey, we're also going to make millions of dollars off Off of you. Off of you, right, and And you're not making nothing. Enjoy your... And you're actually you're like spending money. Thirty thousand dollar tuition getting paid for. Like, R- come on, dude. R- well, yeah, not even all, all of them. Not even all of them are getting their tuition paid for, though. That's the thing. These linemen, half the linemen, probably ain't getting for, full rides. No, you know? they should. Yeah, I, I think it's. I think it's pretty close to the majority. I think it's. If you're at a D one school, I, of players. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure every starter. I, I would be surprised if every starter wasn't, especially unless it was like a walk on. Um, but a lot of walk-ons who end up turning into starters usually get full scholarships. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The old uh, underdog story, right? So, yeah. so that's yeah. pretty exciting, though, man. I'm pretty excited. I, I'm a big Madden uh, buff for sure. I uh, used to play a little competitive online. I kind of stopped this year. I just wasn't impressed with the game this year, man. It was basically. So this says, oh, Madden. Yeah. Dude, sports games. Sports games have been awful. 2K and NBA, uh, Madden. Man, you guys, I, I think basketball is a little bit better than Madden, but when we talk about Madden, and I'll just stick to that just because that's the one that really irks me, there should not be multiple plays every year that gain Cheese you, like... Cheese plays. Cheese plays, yeah, right. Right, 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 yeah. Four to 80 yards. Yeah. Yeah, you should like, be guaranteed a first down or... Right, right, right. And it's like the only way to stop these plays is to run, like... You know, it's, uh, you know, a lot of times you like, you can get on YouTube and find a way to stop like this this one cheese play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, but then they come out with another cheese play. play. Then the other cheese play toasts you for twenty yards. Yep. And yep. it becomes turn. Then it becomes a game of okay, guess which cheese play I'm running. Yeah. Man, you you just yeah run. you you what happens is you basically got to be really good at audibles. You know, you got to have a nice thing of audibles lined up for you. You got to be really fast. Yeah. To be able to counter, you know, just to continue yeah. the counter. And a lot of people do cheese you the whole game. It sucks. And the, the, the other biggest issue to me was that, hey, you know, I've, I've noticed on this, in this scenario, you've ran the ball to the right. 
like almost every time. Okay, so I'm blitzing like all of my guys on the right side. Oh, okay, well, but nothing happened at all, and you just like they blocked right all side. your guys. Right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like, dude, come on, like, if I and and it's like the worst. <laughs> Do you, well, I can talk about how bad Madden is all day. The well, you notice, co- well, college football yeah. is always a little different than Madden, too, though. College football is always better than Madden. Yeah, really, like, really, college football is a lot funner to play. Yeah. Now, it does say here, uh, before we get back on to tearing Madden up because it's awful, does the NCAA need to change the rules before the game can return? No. So, current NCAA rules prohibit EA Sports from paying players to use their names, images, and likeness in the game. However, I can see that rule changing in the next couple of years. Some schools and some states have already um, created legislature that has yeah. prohibited uh, colleges from refraining players from doing that. Right, right. So, I know it's kind of like a word jumble, but, you know, colleges or states have made an actual law saying, hey, you institutions cannot stop a player from earning yeah, that's Whatever. trash. Why? Well, you know, they could go work at Burger King, but they can't make money yeah. off their likeness. You know, even the worst part about that is whenever I think the first couple states did it, and I'm drawing a blank on who the first couple were, but you know, it had the first one came down, and the NCAA was like, "Oh, well, this is dangerous grounds." Like, yeah, we're not going to be. Like, shut up, man! You guys were literally just like they're back because they're losing all the money. Yeah, it's it's disgusting. But basically, uh, if the rules stay as is. Then it will be similar to the last NCAA game where um, team names, mascots, uniforms, that will all stay. That will be in the games. Yeah. So colleges will still make money. But nothing that would resemble a real player would be on those rosters. Now, here is the other issue. So first of all, that kind of is lame. Uh, you're, you're pulling up the Buckeyes to say, hey, like, you know, I want to play with Justin Fields this year. Yeah. You know, it's not going to happen. But... The flip side to this, and I, I suspect more legal battles to come, would be that people create these players, and then there's open source. To yeah. Say, hey, you know, download my roster. I got everybody. Yeah, but I could never get that to work for Matt. You know, because you could usually right. after the game, you know, after they do their final roster update, you know, you go on and play in the off season. Usually, people have updated rosters with the trades and stuff like that. Like right now, yeah. you ain't gonna go on and get. Uh, Stafford in L.A. or Goff in Detroit. You know, it's... Well, you have to find... But for some reason, you could download the roster. I could download the roster, but I could never get it to... You know, you never get it to work playing somebody, like, head up, heads up. Because that's the only way you could do it, really, if you both download the same roster. You would have to have the same roster, yeah. Um... Right, exactly. All right, well, I'll tell you what. Let's go ahead and wrap this up. Brett, I appreciate you for coming on and talking to me, man. Hopefully you'll be here with me next week. We'll do it again, man. We'll chop it up. We'll talk about the week in sports, the week in the hobby. Um, Go ahead and shout out your Twitter app, man. See if we can't get you some followers here. Yeah, I mean, nobody's got to follow me, believe me. Uh, But I do, (laughs) if you guys are interested in some cards, uh, I do some giveaways and I guess I'll sell some pretty sweet cards. So uh, my, my Twitter handle is at underscore bham underscore. I should change that to make it easier. But, um, yeah, shoot me a follow. And um, thanks for having me on. I mean, I'll definitely do this. I mean, I'll be here every week so long as something crazy goes down. Heck, yeah, man. Sounds good. So, again, guys, that's at underscore bham, like the lunch meat underscore all right, so that is that. Now let's go ahead and get into our interview with Ryan's Cards, the legendary at Ryan's Cards on Twitter. 
All right, here he is, Ryan's Cards from Twitter. What is up, Ryan? How you doing today, my man? I'm good, man. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm chilling. Chilling, chilling. Tried to hit a little retail today. Didn't really work out, so, you know. Crying yeah, the blues. <laughs> so, first off, I want to I let the listeners uh, learn a little bit about you, you know, get to know you a little bit. So, first and foremost, where, where did you grow up, man? Where are you from? Uh, I was born in Tampa. Uh, I lived there for 13 years, and I moved uh, right outside of Atlanta from then till now. And you're you're a Steelers fan, though? Yeah, I was born into it. Uh, that's all I grew up knowing. Oh, okay. So, like, your your pops or something, the my family? Yeah, my, my dad, my whole family is a big Steelers fan. That's, that's pretty much all I knew. That's cool, man. My dad actually, my whole dad's side of the family, big Redskins fan, man. Diehard Redskins fan, so... I mean, yeah, yeah, I grew up in the Cleveland area, so obviously I had to uh, live the life of misery with the mistake on the lake. So you know how that goes, being a Steelers fan. You beat up on us for years and years and years. Um, you got yours, though. You finally yeah, got yeah, finally got it. Yeah, I guess we did. So um, so how old were you whenever you started collecting sports cards? Were you a kid? I mean, you just getting into it or um, what? I was, my, my uncle was very big and uh Derek Jeter stuff, and he always used to hand me down his, like, Yankees and Derek Jeter cards, and then I, two years ago, three years ago, I decided to go through them just for fun, right. and it led me to buy, I don't even remember what kind of pack I got from Walmart, like, three years ago, and ever since then, I've just got hooked on opening packs, and then it transformed into what it is now. Dude, the nostalgia just ripping packs, it's, like, unmatched. Yeah, man. exactly. It's a lot of fun. So, have you gotten into? Uh, we we just did an interview with Top Shot Thought uh, from Twitter about some uh, NBA Top Shot. Have you gotten into that at all? Um, I'm not. I don't understand it. I put a hundred dollars in. I haven't gotten any packs yet. I always get my sleep for the drops or however yeah. it is, maybe. But I don't. I don't know. I'm not. It's weird to me. I'm not a big believer in it. I'm sure people have made tons of money off of it, but it's not something for me I don't think see I'm starting to feel like I was at first I felt like you know it was going to be hot you know people were making crazy money but since then the prices are starting to fall on everything and it's to me it seems like I don't know you don't have the opportunity to get packs man like they do a, a pack drop and like you said they they're from the west coast they do it at these weird times so people on the east coast kind of get screwed around they're usually yeah. sleeping or, or whatever so like last night they dropped and I go right in as soon as they say they drop, and, and I sign up for that, and I'm like 33,000 in line or something like that, and they only drop 25,000 packs. So right, it's, it's not even worth waiting. Yeah, right and it, it makes you not want to do you know what I mean? It makes you not want right. to invest in it, basically, in my opinion. So, man, I tell you what, I started following you. Uh, you you definitely didn't have as many followers like you do now. I think you're like up over 5,400 now, aren't you? Uh, 56, exactly. Yeah, nice, man. That's great. Yeah, congratulations, man. So, Thank you. Um, well, like I was saying, I started watching you, man. Um, you maybe didn't invent stack sales or uh, buy, sell, trade threads, but I tell you what, dude, as soon as you started doing them, they started exploding. You were getting like 500, 800, 900 different posts. And, you know, what What made you start that? Like, what gave you the uh, ambition to go out there and start these sales like that? And how did you blow up? Uh, well... We were coming home from, I think, a Spartanburg show. It was either Charlotte or Spartanburg. I was in the back seat of a car, and we just had a 
random like three row box full of stuff that we brought that didn't sell. And I'm like, let me just try selling this stuff on Twitter. And I don't even think like I advertised or anything. I think I literally just posted one card and then another card and then more and more people started to join. And then it was like after that first sale, we did another one like the next week with the same. It wasn't like your ultra modern modern card. It was all stuff from like 2011, 2012, 13, 14, all the older stuff that people didn't really see. And for relatively cheap, four, five, six bucks a card for first Bowman's of people's favorite players and stuff. And it just kind of took off from there. So basically, you were going around to these card shows and picking up the cards, and then and then basically, you know, because you can go to these card shows and pick up some pretty good deals, and you know, turn around and you know, you can sell on these Twitter, even on eBay, you know, and and make some money off of it. And a lot of people do it, man. It's it's actually a pretty, uh, it could be definitely, um, the word I'm looking for, profitable. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, it, and it, it wasn't even stuff we picked up at the show. It was stuff that we just had that we brought for like our dollar box. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. So you do a little like, selling at these shows? I was just in the back seat taking like god awful pictures at like <laughs> two in the morning. <laughs> Yeah, I, I remember, man. I was I, I jumped in there. I bought some stuff from some of the threads. I sold a lot of stuff through the threads. Uh, I love it. You know, I love it. So yeah, those those just came from me being bored at work. I work overnight, and I was it was like twelve o'clock. And I'm like, let's let's try something out, and it clicked. Yeah, that's hey, man. It it worked. That's for sure. And a lot of people, you know, it's you see them. Pretty much every day on Twitter, people were trying to run them, you know, and they'll get some stuff yeah. on there, but it, it's it's really not comparable, you know, when you got 500, 1,000 people on, on one post, and especially whenever you got a following, you know, 5,400 watching, as opposed to, you know, 500 or a couple hundred or whatever right. some of these guys got, so definitely... Uh, a good way for, for everybody to get, get their page out there. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't knock anybody that does it. It's a great way to get people to follow you and... Uh, I don't know. It's a good way to start interacting with people. Oh, absolutely, man. You can, and if you make, if you sell stuff at a reasonable price too, like you said, you can kind of establish a clientele there that kind of keep coming back and buying stuff right. from you, and you know, it, you can you can definitely become successful doing it for sure. Yeah, I definitely like recognize like in my threads the same people who consistently sell stuff every time. As soon as I see them start posting one card and the next card i already know that they're about to sell out of everything <laughs> right yeah I, I i noticed that too you got a lot of the same guys you know they're they're pretty loyal to you your following is you know they're uh they got your back dude i know there's a lot of uh you know i see a lot of haters out there and it's not just on you man there's a lot of yeah, just, yeah. people there's just in general hobby, hobby purists out there yeah yeah are, exactly but you know they are you know people are like you know what Got me really is you know people you know you post a price for a card you know five hundred bucks okay well then then you get these guys that jump in there saying oh dude good luck selling that or are you crazy you know just random things that make you feel like it's like guy if you don't like the price of the card just move on you know yeah just keep it moving but you know it's speaking of do you ever you ever go out and uh, pick up retail you flip retail at all um I used to a long time ago back. Or like that was a thing. Yeah. Um. Normally, I would, I'm a I'm a degen, so I just ripped everything. But I would like either depending on what it was, I would resell it. But then I ended up ripping all the Bowman. Then I ended up ripping 
uh, Mosaic Basketball, and then after that, I kind of stopped looking because it got popular, and then it was, I kept saying more and more people at the stores, I'm like, I'm not going to fight over them. I know, man, it gets to be like, uh, it's miserable when you get in there, like, honestly, today, for example, I show up at Walmart 7 o'clock in the morning, I sit there for three and a half hours, I'm like, I'm going to go grab me something to eat, leave to go get something to eat, come back. There's like eight vultures standing in line, and there's there's the vendor. You know, I'm like, man, why did I even leave? But it's just crazy. You see some pictures some of these guys post on Twitter, man. There's like 20, 30 people standing in line. Like, you know there's no way if you're at the end of that line there's going to be anything left for you. There's man. nothing left. <laughs> there's no way. So I, I, I come from shoes. I, I come from camping out of storage for, for 12 hours to get a pair of shoes. That's what I, I was. I know, I know how it goes. That's what I was going to say. So basically, you know, you got into this selling uh, by by basically selling, buying, selling shoes, right? Yeah, that was when I was, first, I was like 13, 14 doing that. We would go to Sneaker Con and I'd buy flip. Basically, what I'm doing now is switch shoes. And then that became oversaturated and it not, wasn't worth selling for $20, 30 $40 at a time. Right. So. So basically, now it seems like a lot of the the sneakerheads started getting into the card game, and now maybe some are kind of falling back. So it sounds like you're doing a little more sneaker flipping now again, huh? Um, no, I'm just getting back into it. I have a lot more. I have a more fun to get the stuff that I couldn't afford before. Right. So now, yeah, okay. So you're basically treating yourself now, huh? Yeah. There you go. So back to sports cards, man. If you have, if you had a favorite product. Uh, what would it be? What sport and what was the product? Do I have unlimited money? Yeah, unlimited money, man. You'd be tops definitive. What, whatever. What would you? If you have a million dollars, what are you buying? Uh, a bunch of whole lot of cases of select. I don't, I think select is super Sick. underappreciated, undervalued. Um, it's hobby only. There's no retail unless it's baseball, which nobody buys that anyway. Right. Uh. The parallels are amazing. You got the tie dye. There's Sick man. The RPAs are amazing. I just generally love select. That's a great looking card, honestly. I've been stocking up on my Baker Select rookies. Um, they, so the hobby only comes with like five cards, though, doesn't it? The select. No, I think it's it's like twelve packs and like five cards per pack. Oh, okay, okay. So and that's not bad. I think it's one field level or court side, depending on the sport per box and it's not even guaranteed to be a rookie. I don't think people like realize how rare court sides are like Trey Young and Luka and that's why they're like a silver Luka PSA ten and court side is like twenty some thousand dollars. I honestly I'll be hundred percent honest, I really like didn't even realize I was looking through these rookie cards the other day. I didn't realize there was like concourse level, field level, you know, a right. premium level. I had no idea. I looked and I was like, man, this must be an image variation. You know, I flip it on the back and it's, you know, field level. But you're right, dude. Field level, court level, you know, those cards are, it seems like really hard to come by. So the value's there for sure. Yeah, I was, absolutely. I think people need to start realizing it's not about the, the base stuff. It's more, I think, numbered, uh, low pop. Kind of what people have been pushing recently, but I think it's finally starting to catch on. Right, yeah, I, I mean... Think that's why Select is way undervalued. I agree. Hey, man, and like you said, beautiful card. It, it almost rivals um, Prism or even Mosaic now. I mean, this is the first year for Mosaic. I personally, big fan of Mosaic. How do you feel about Mosaic? 
that was the first time I've ever spent that much money on Hobby Boxes. We ripped two cases day one, not even meaning to. We, we opened one box, and we pulled some, I probably remember what it was. We pulled some monster. It was like a, at the time, Clyde. It was like a Clyde Auto out of something. And then we ripped another box, and we just kept ripping and ripping. And then singles were so high at the time, we sold them that same day and just, Oh, insane. Dude, whenever Mosaic first dropped, the singles were crazy. You know, I yeah, made a lot of money. I selling Clyde Bates at like $60. Yeah. That was like 20 under eBay. That's insane. And now they're like, what, five bucks or something? Five bucks, yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, people need to be patient with the market. Like, people buying LaMelo hoops right now for $250. Yeah, it's insane, right? Torching their money. Dude, I, honestly, I'll be honest. I'm not a, like, I love hoops premium stock. Loved it. You know, but the this regular hoop stuff, I'm not too thrilled about. Like, there's no way I'm gonna spend a hundred. And I was looking at eBay earlier. There's no way I'm paying $150 or $100 for a blaster of regular hoops, man. There's no way. All right, but, yeah, not not a chance. I think the premium stock finally gives a low end product a little bit more. Like exactly. Makes it more worth it to rip. Absolutely. You know, that's like, now that's like their bread and butter. But now I feel that they may be overprinting it because you, you keep seeing it, you know. It's still oh, it's still getting stocked. They're, they're milking it, which, I mean, I, I can't blame them. No. The market's thriving. They, they're they're going to get theirs while they can. Yeah, you know it's their number one seller. Well, I mean, they're probably selling out of everything just like everybody right now, honestly. But it's definitely their, their top product, you know, out right now. Um, yeah. So, for yourself, Ryan, um, you seem to be doing pretty successful with Twitter. Where do you see yourself in five years? Uh, it just depends on the market. If it stays the way it is, then I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing. Um, I think we're set for at least for the next maybe two years. Uh, I don't think it's going anywhere. I think prices may adjust, whether it be higher or lower. Um, uh -huh. But... I see myself doing the same thing I'm doing now as long as the market is alive and healthy, which I think it will be. There's always going to be collectors at the end of the day that right. generally love to collect cards. And don't get me wrong, I, do, I have my own small collections of no-name Cole Tucker and Big Ben, but... <laughs> right. Yeah, I'm, I'm the same name. I'm not buying $500 cards to display them. That's not for me. No, me. I'm the same way, man. I got a big... I got a big collection like Bobby Bradley too, like you, you know, with your Cole Tuckers. I've got probably 35 autos or something. Uh, you know, it's just a guy that I hope, you know, some guy you can invest in really cheap. And then, you know, if he starts to blow up a little bit, you know, it's a nice come up in the world. You, All right, man, it's cheap. It's like a couple bucks here and there. You yeah, you, you pay three or four bucks for an auto, man. You know, it's it's like nothing, you know. And then if you can buy a slab for under 20 bucks, in my eyes... You know, especially a PSA 10, dude, I mean, it's it costs 15, 20 bucks to grade the card, so why not, right. you know? So, any hopes or dreams of maybe owning your own shop or store one day? Um, well, my real-life friend, we're actually in the process of opening one. Oh, um, really? It, it's going to be under him, but I'm going to be up there with him pretty much every day. We've been doing this together for almost a year and a half now. Uh, he just moved, we met at a Walmart looking retail we ran into each other he just moved here and we just kind of clicked from there and ever since then me and him have pretty much done everything together that's awesome uh, he uses my, the same twitter as me and we, same instagram all that stuff we were 
pretty much at each other's house every day, all that good stuff. That's cool. I think I heard them probably in the back. You do those auctions, those live auctions yeah. on Twitch. So I think I've heard them yeah, in the background like there. Okay. Well, man, um, that's pretty much it. I do have one last question to ask you before I let you go, man. I know you're busy. Sure. Um, to any of the haters out there, is there anything you want to say that, uh, you know, to any of the people that don't appreciate your hustle in the hobby? I mean, I know you've worked hard, dude. Um, you worked up from the ground up, man. And, and hopefully, you know, like you said, you got this shop coming. I really hope you're successful. Uh, if it's in Florida, I probably never get a chance to check it out. I've never been to Florida, but maybe you never know. Maybe one of these days I'll pop in. But, uh, yeah. Not really. Um, I just kind of laugh. It's kind of it's entertainment for me. Yeah, shake them uh, off. At the right? end of the day, uh, I know who's who's there and who's not. Uh, I appreciate everybody that is consistently there and talks to me every day and always be liking my pictures and buying stuff and selling stuff. I I, I know who they are. Absolutely, I really man. Appreciate all of them. They know who they are too. Yeah, and you got to surround yourself with positive people, man. You you know you let the negativity get to you, then you start turning into a different person. You know what I mean? It's right. Just, just, just block and move on. Yeah, absolutely, man. Absolutely. They're not they're not buying anything from me anyway. <laughs> That's right. Hey, you're absolutely right, man. And and it kind of goes back to the whole thing. Like if you don't like the price, dude, just keep moving. Yeah. Know? Everybody's there's too many too many hobby police. Oh, absolutely. It's, it's frustrating. Just if you don't like something, keep scrolling. And, and, you know, it's like you, we let our peers determine, like, the uh, the value of our collection, you know, almost is like right. what it seems like it's getting into. And it's like, man, look, this is mine, you know. If I want to come off of it, this is the price I want to sell it for. That's what I feel comfortable losing it for. So that's what it is. If nobody wants it, fine. If I'm desperate, it's a different situation. I'm selling it for a little less than what it probably should sell for, you know, just because I need the money. And that's just how it goes. So, yeah, I just wild to hear saying people say oh it's overpriced this that and the other but it's selling so it's it's not yeah like exactly if, if it was overpriced it wouldn't sell exactly man your cards are for anybody i even just made them. if your stuff is selling you're not overpriced i don't care what bozo the clown down the street is <laughs> hey i agree man like your card is worth what someone's willing to pay for it you know exactly. there's no there's no bottom line there's no ceiling Comps are a good a good starting ground but at the end of the day there's so much more that goes into exactly it. that's my exact thoughts on it too all right man well i really appreciate you coming on man spending the time with us today and uh, i hope you uh blessings and good fortunes in your future hopefully everything works out with the shop man pretty pumped for you excited that's awesome appreciate it, man hope to be back on here soon hey absolutely man we'll have you anytime brother take care man all right man later Alright guys, that was at Ryan's Cards on Twitter. If you guys aren't following, go shoot him a follow. Good guy. A lot of different conceptions about him going around in the hobby. Um, you know, and it is what it is. People always say what they want to say, you know, especially on the internet. Uh, a lot of people are, you know, hiding behind pictures of, uh, what's his name, uh, Jake Cutler or whatever. Um, so, it, you know, you just, like like we said, man, you kind of just got to, if it's happening to you, and you know it happens to all of us. If it's happening to you, you just got to shake it off, keep moving, and uh, just surround yourself with positive people, and, and good karma usually tends to follow. So, all right, guys, so that is going to do it for our first episode of The Joker's Den. I appreciate you all that listen, man. 
I hope you all have a blessed day, a blessed weekend, a blessed next week, a blessed month, a blessed year. It's 2021, and we are out. Catch you next week. Peace.